Jess, it's happening. Whoa, Tina, what are you doing in my car? Space is here now. No closet will be left behind. Did you say closet? Yes, the Container Store custom closets are up to 25% off. It doesn't matter the size or shape. Space is coming to them all. You're not serious. Space isn't a joke, Jess. How long do we have? Through October 13th. All right, buckle up. The Container Store custom closet sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha. The Container Store, where space comes from. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dikewood Mills. Dikewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dikewood Mills. That draws us to Hallelujah! Amen! How many of you are expecting to hear from the Lord this morning? I'm so excited that it's time for the word. Amen! Ladies and gentlemen, God has a word for you this morning. And if you're excited... Put your hands together as we welcome Bishop Daggerwood Mills. Hallelujah. Hello. Wow, what a blessing. Let's all pray. Lift your hands. Ask the Lord to give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation this morning. As we are in his presence, the Lord should speak to you, minister to you. Jesus, thank you for guiding us, speaking to our hearts today. We are grateful. We are thankful. Spirit, we thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Beautiful. 
Now, this morning I want to share with you about something that is going to change your life, move you higher. Amen. Amen. Something that's going to change everything. And I believe that is the voice of God. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 10 tells us there are many voices in the world and none of them is without signification. And that means that all the voices are significant. And when something is significant or is important, it means it is important to you as well. That's why it's being mentioned that it is important because it may not occur to you that it is important to you. So when it's important, it's important to you. That is why elections are even talked about so that the average person in town takes them seriously. Uh, Look, election is, is important, but it's important to you because who you vote for can affect you personally. And always does. So, but when you are in your house, it may not occur to you that the election is important because sometimes what we call voter apathy occurs because people don't feel that there will be any change or much difference in anything, no matter who comes. So then they don't bother. So that is one of the reasons why they have to say it's important and it's important to you as well. And you can see the differences in countries based on the type of people and the quality of leadership that has existed in different countries, create different types of countries. So our country is the way it is because, not because of the people, but because of the people who lead the country. And I've been leading the country. That is why you have people describing certain countries as unfortunate places. Amen. Amen. Now the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14 verse 10. There are. There are. It may be so many kinds of voices. 
but none of them is without significance. In other words, their voice will have an effect on you. It is important, whether you think so or not, voices are important, and the particular voice, uh, all the voices have some importance and relevance, and can and do affect you, whether you really think so or not. It does affect you. The greatest voice is the voice of God which you must believe in and listen to. Psalm 81 verse 10. I am the Lord thy God which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Open thy mouth wide and I will fill it. How many are ready to open your mouth? Why? In this coming week, we are continuing with the, between the porch and the altar. And you must open your mouth wide. God is going to fill your mouth. Amen. So, don't forget to be here from 10 o'clock in the morning. GMT, those who are joining us live, we start at 10 in our GMT, Greenwich Meridian Time. Is it correct? Right. Sometimes we start earlier, but around 10 we start. Now, it says, open thy mouth wide, and this week, As you open your mouth wide, you can receive. Now, if you don't open your mouth wide, you may not get, be able to take in all the good things that God has for you. Amen. Now, verse 11. But my people would not hearken to my voice. And Israel would have none of me. Now, this is a sad reality. He said, So I gave them up unto their own hearts last. I gave them up to their hearts last. And they walked in their own counsels. They walk in their own advice. They advise themselves. Alright. Oh that my people had hearkened unto me. And Israel had walked in my ways. Then I should have subdued their enemies. And turned my hand against their adversaries. One of the reasons for winning fights is, is, is because of whose side God is on. I said I would have turned my hand against their enemies. Your enemies will be defeated this year. The haters of the Lord should have submitted themselves unto him. But their time should have endured forever. 
he should have or would have fed them with the finest of the wheat and with honey out of the rock should I have satisfied thee I would have made you happy with all these nice things why didn't God do that verse 14 right he says my people would not hearken to my voice and Israel would none of me verse 11 my people would not listen to my voice and Israel would have none of me so listening to God's voice not just listening like a radio but listening and obeying God is key to advancing in life because he said I would give it, I'd have given you the finest of wheat very nice things if you would have listened to me amen are you excited about that amen wow so Luke chapter 10 verse 16 he that heareth you heareth me we're talking about the voice of God he that heareth you heareth me and he that despiseth you despiseth me and he that despiseth me despiseth him that sent me so if you are saying you do not know where or how to hear the voice of God which will lead to your great prosperity and success in this life you need to look at Luke chapter 10 and verse 16 and you will see exactly how to hear the voice of God it says he that hears you this is Jesus speaking hears me so when you listen to a disciple of Jesus speaking you are hearing Jesus you are hearing Jesus he didn't even say you are hearing from him you are hearing him and then the other thing you can see when it comes to a minister who is speaking the word of God is despisement people despise um, God's servants I've been despised many times even in my own church when you, you preach and somebody doesn't just sets it aside you realize to despise means to cast off and to disesteem <laughs> in other words to lower and to neutralize what a person says so you, you hear preaching 
you hear somebody speaking and then you disesteem or lower it, despise. It means to set aside. This is the definition from the Greek. It means to set aside. So if I tell you something and you set it aside, it's to despise. These are the two main responses we have to God's word. One is to listen and the other is to set aside. What people don't realize is that when you set aside, because you wouldn't really use that word on yourself, that I've despised God's word. But <laughs> set aside is what we do. And the setting aside is the despising. It's like a, it's no, it's a, a man's talk. It's men's whatever. He's also a whatever. What does he know about this and that? I mean, who is? Why is he only always saying that? Is to set aside. These are the two responses. But this verse is important. Luke ten sixteen. It says, "Now when you despise, he that despises you has despised me. Then the one who despised me has despised him that sent me, which is God." So it's three people: God, Jesus, and then his servants that he sent. So all you have to do is to despise his servant then you despise Jesus and you despise God. So it's a chain reaction. Did you see the reaction there? Yeah. So you despise, he despises you, despises me. Or he who sets aside, you set aside what the person is saying. You are setting aside Jesus and then Jesus said, if you set me aside, we are setting aside my father. And it's true. It's a chain reaction. So, the commonest response to God's, you say, I want to hear the voice of God. Well, there is no station or network which is having God's voice directly. But you are going to have to hand, deal with people who God has sent. Yeah. Amen. And, and the more you despise them, the more you are despising Jesus and despising uh, his words. All right? Now, despising the word of God is um, very dangerous. Amen. Why is it very dangerous? Because when you despise God's word, you are despising um, his power. And he's not going to take it that lightly. First Samuel chapter 2 verse 13. It says, Wherefore the Lord God of Israel said, 
Indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now I've changed my mind. God changes his mind. And he changes his mind. I told somebody I've changed my mind. I have a right to change my mind. And it's a right I reserve to change my mind about things and about people. I've changed my mind. It says that the Lord said, be it far from me. Those that honor me, you know, I will honor. And those who despise me, I will likely esteem them. I will, I will not give them respect. You know, I attended an engagement once and a lady was asked to come and give some advice to the couple. And that, that was the only advice she gave. She stood and she actually addressed the bride. She said that every man has something in him called an ego. And if you touch it and you play with it, you will lose something. You may find it difficult to ever get it back. And God doesn't um, nobody likes to be disregarded or not respected. I mean, no, the smallest person. Sometimes you wonder why people are proud. The poorest people are some of the proudest people. It's true. And you wonder what he's proud about. He's proud about not what you are thinking. He's proud about he, in his world. He's the king of kings in his heart. And he's the lord of lords in the small space where he is important. And unless you respect him in his little hut. You are not going to do well. You have to realize that. So people must be careful. It's like in a church. A pastor is there. Um, he's there. He's not being be important just outside this door. Just outside the door. He loses his importance. After the porch. As soon as he steps out of the porch... Is nothing. Somebody can insult him, say anything. But in this church, you have to be careful. You can't sing what you want. And you can't do what you want. There, at least, even if he's a poor man, he's, he's a small leader in that area. And in the same way, in your house, where the man is he may not have given you much as the head of the house or have been able to provide much but if you lightly esteem him then it's not a good thing yeah so sometimes you hear um, some husbands talking and very inflamed probably the ones who are most incensed it's usually to do with respect Husbands who become very incensed. It has usually to do with respect. Because that's quite an open arrow. But when it comes to other things, they can get angry. But that one has a certain way of 
when they feel that uh, you, don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't show respect. You know? So God has a way, you know. One of the ways you disregard dis- God and you just rubbish him is to rubbish what he says. And when you do that, you rubbish him. You rubbish him and he will also rubbish you. Yeah. And your life will not be a good, a great life because his word is not important to you. You know? So you see in Psalm 81 scripture we were reading, he says, why wouldn't you hearken to me? My people didn't want to listen. They would have none of me. They don't want to listen to me. So, instead of coming up with things in your mind and excuses, you must be careful. Now, I want to say this um, very soberly because it's something that I keep thinking about. Why is it that some of the goodest people excuse me, you know, some of you think after church you can see me with your grades for English language. When I say certain things we can compare. And I did O-level. I didn't do this bogus system that you have. A poor reading. How can an invigilator stand in front of an exam and say, number one, A, number two, C, number three, D. I'm saying it only once. I won't say it again. And, it's a, and you get one in English. And you say you, you, are, you, you can speak English. She Now, I was saying something that I want you to listen very carefully about, and that is, I'm saying it very soberly, that some of the goodest, and it was that word goodest, that have launched me into what I, what I was saying. But some of the goodest people are the ones who can be strongly used by the devil. Now, let us take Rwanda, where they killed... Um, one million people with cutlasses within about three months. 900,000 to one million people were killed with cutlasses. And I've seen the videos. You see them using, they imported cutlasses. Now, the government imported cutlasses to kill the people. And they killed them with cutlasses. A country that was about 80% 80% or more Christian. Or Germany. Hitler. A country that was largely Christian. Almost everybody. 1939. Believe and profess Christianity. And when the devil takes up people, you, you ask yourself, are these Christians? What is Christianity? 
And the same goes for when you have marriages and relationship between Christians. Fighting even in court. Everybody is a Christian. We have at times been to court. All of us are in the court are pastors. These people fighting the church, church fighting them, all are pastors. Yes, everybody there is a pastor of a different church. You cannot even understand it. And so, being a Christian doesn't mean you cannot be used with, by a very great evil force. And you have to be careful about it. You have to be very careful because you can be used to do a very great evil if you play with the word of God. And I'm going to give you the examples again. I've given you four examples. I say Rwanda. Christian country. Germany. Christian. Marriages. You, you see some of the worst usually in Christian marriages. Wives. West. Yes. Why? Only because the Christian man will say he will never divorce. So then they have, then the wife has the power. But in the other, in the unbeliever marriage, the West is the man. It's just, it depends on which side of the fence you are on. Yeah. It's like before you marry, this one is very eager. Marry me, marry me, marry me. After you've got the marriage, then it's like the power has changed. Power has changed hands. It's like elections. So vote for us. We will make a road here. We will make this. 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 As soon as you finish voting, then it doesn't really happen in that way. Power has changed. But before, during the election, you see how politicians will come to the churches. And they look so polite and so God-loving. They will take out handkerchiefs, be waving in churches and so on. Because the power has shifted to the voters. Because our power has come back. You saw the last election. The voters voted. But say, hey, away. A new person should come. That was it. So around that time, then everybody softens and becomes nice. Then after the power has come, you, you, you call them and then they say, oh, I know this small post I got there every day, these persons are calling. Is it nice? So whenever power changes hand, then the other bad behavior comes in. Yeah. And then Christians fighting over things. You can't believe Everybody is standing there in the name of God. So, you must be very careful about the voice you are listening to. Otherwise, you are going to be used greatly by the devil even though you are a Christian. can be used so much by the devil that he becomes he or she becomes literally a physical devil I don't want to want to 
Judas, Jesus said, one of you is a devil. Not has a devil or is possessed by a devil or is worried by a devil. He is a devil. Yes. So you can be physically with somebody and the person is like a devil. It's like you are a devil. Now those people who rose up, Adolf Hitler caused the deaths of 50 million people. And you see, all of them Christian church people. Church people. It is now that all of this Germany and so they don't believe in God. But they were church people quoting from the Bible. That is also the reason why Europeans don't believe in God now. They say, what has religion done? What has religion done? Are you with me? But you see, there is an explanation. And that explanation is that the goodest person can listen to a voice. And I told you from the beginning that the voices are important whether you think they are important or not. They are important and can change your life. If you start listening to a voice and that voice gets a grip on you, it can make you who is supposed to be a Christian become a very evil person. Yes. Very, very evil. That is why even clubs, fellowships, churches, schools that you have ever belonged to, they all have voices in them that ring loud. People hear those voices over time. And over time, you are affected by the voice you've allowed yourself to listen to and that you've believed in. But he said, they wouldn't have anything to do with my voice. My voice, aside, they wanted another voice. And God said, since me, what I say is not so great to you. You rubbish me. I rubbish you. You know, for me, my, my, my response to people that, because when you're a pastor, people either respect you or disregard you. My response to people who have not respected me is I just, I just move away. I always tell people, hey, you know, I'm not the only pastor. Just go here, I also go here. I don't want to struggle. You don't have to think what I'm saying is be in your world. Even within the church. So, oh, you don't really see what I'm saying. As, I just be there, I also be in my, in my side. And we just move on. Yes. Those who believe what I'm saying are, well, are welcome. So I'm mostly surrounded by people who believe what I'm saying. And I'm more distant from people who despise my saying. And everybody will eat. Wisdom is justified by her children. You eat the fruit of the voices you believe. And I also eat the fruit of the voices that I believe. Now let me just tell you something before I show you exactly what I'm saying. When an evil voice gets into you. Hmm? Satan has his number one defense 
for an evil spirit. Once an evil spirit enters you, you think an evil spirit cannot enter you? Hmm. Young Cho said he cast out devils for himself in morning and evening. <laughs> Are you listening? Yeah. Satan has a defense. He puts up a defense as soon as he, he takes over. Now, anytime some people take up a city, they build a wall around the city. So like Jerusalem, one of the things when we go to Jerusalem, yeah. you will see the walls of Jerusalem. Yes. So walls are built to protect your position. So I don't know if they still have it, but if you go to GBC, they have some sandbags and some soldiers sitting behind the sandbag. I don't know if they still have those things, but we used to in those days if you have a coup and you take over GBC, you 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 are won because you can broadcast. But now you, you have so many FM stations. So if you announce that you are the head of state, another place will announce that you are not. <laughs> we have so many options. You know, all will be announcing a different thing. It won't really work. But it used to be. So they built something like a wall of sandbags to protect their position. So anytime a demon gets into a person or starts to dominate you, his he, he becomes sure of his place through a wall that he built. Do you want to know that wall? That wall is the master key to continually delivering yourself from uh, having a demon in you. And I say that Christians have to be careful. I mean, when I see this, I start to pray for myself. I'm not praying for somebody. I look at it and I say that Christians can do this. So then it means I can. of some far person. It's you I'm talking to you about you. Do you want to know what is that fortress? So usually a demon does not attack you without that associate. That is that is the defender of the new idea that you come up with. Yes. Do you want to know what that's that wall? That wall is the wall of stubbornness. Yes. You see, you have to have a resolute belief which cannot be changed before a demon is really working. Like, I have to really believe that this group are bad and must be killed. And no one can advise you. No one can change your mind. So one of the strong, that's why the Bible says that stubbornness is as all iniquity. Almost every sin and bad thing is linked with stubbornness. Always. A bad life is always linked with stubbornness. Yeah. Because I tell you, if one drop, and you see, you can't say that you will live through this life and demons will not attack you. You can't say you will live through this life and you will not have bad thoughts. You can't say you, you will be married and not have negative thoughts. 
You can't say that you will be in a church and not have negative thoughts. Yes. It's normal to have birds flying over the air. But for a bird to build a nest on your head is where we are questioning. And for the bird, once the bird lands on your head, he wants to build a nest so that he can stay there and be permanent. It's when things are fixated. That's when it's wow. So that's why there's always stubbornness with evil. So you see some of the most so beautiful, phlegmatic, what have you people with the stubbornness that is in them. Unchangeable. A lot of meetings, a lot of talking, a lot of explanations. Now I tell you, anybody have to do a lot of explanation, I can virtually see the demon in the person like this. Why does there have to be a meeting about everything? It's a demon. If I have decided to do something bad and the thought is in my mind and I'm moving to go and do it, but somebody is able to speak to me, it means that, and I change my mind, it means the thing was not so strong in me. It went out. But if I'm very stubborn, a thousand meetings cannot change me, then it means that the thing is fixed and it's going to happen. That is why you have Christians doing a lot of evil. Because not only is the evil spirit there, but it's surrounded by a wall of stubbornness. And the third one comes to pride. Because after you've been someone for a long time, it takes a lot to break down and change your mind. It's like, oh, no, no. I'm already committed. I've already gone this way. I can't change my mind. (laughs) If somebody says, okay, I'm going to marry this person. And a lot of people advise you, don't, it's a, it, it cannot work for whatever reasons. And you are insistent. It's because you are stubborn. But if you are able to change your mind, so withdraw. So it means that the thing can't easily work. So the demon is not able to, to do that. So you see Adolf Hitler, he didn't start by just killing everybody. First thing he did, it was a murderer. You see, Satan is a murderer. Anyway, you see a lot of killing. He started by arresting all mentally ill people. Mentally ill, deformed people. Anyone with mental illness, deformed, any kind of weakness, gypsies. He arrested all of them and signed personally the order that they should be eliminated. Then after some time, People began to notice that their sick uh, relatives were all being eliminated. So they reacted to him. And that reaction made them stop that program. So after that, he decided not to sign anything himself again. So all the rest of the things that they did from the time they came into power. He came into power in 1933. And died in 1945, April 30th. All that time that he was in power, he didn't sign anything because of that thing, the reaction. So kill the Jews, he didn't sign. Take them in trains, all that, he didn't sign. Others were signing. Christian, 
He was in a choir. He was in a choir. Yes, he's in choristers. His mother took him and he, he was in a choir. In a Christian, Christian family. So, you see, a person who nobody can advise. Everybody was afraid of him. When you're advising that we are losing, you cannot listen. You cannot listen. Change your mind. Nobody can advise you. It means the thing is embedded and you do a lot of evil. So watch out, those of you who are stubborn. People have to talk a lot. It shows that a demon can easily, another voice, any of these voices can just, you can go to a new school. When you go, to, that's what some people, sometimes you send your child to us. When he comes back, he believes in something. So, oh, I believe I'm a homosexual. That's all. And they, you just send him to America once he comes back. No, the whole mind is changed. And cannot be removed by discussion. That, that's what I'm saying. I say that, you see, as for the possible thoughts, they can come back. When the stubbornness is with us, the wall. <laughs> so stubbornness is something you must beat out of yourself because it means that it's like you almost have gates and walls so any bad thing that comes into it will be secured you can send somebody to a school when the person comes back the person has changed has a different friend different things believes in different things has different whatever you can send somebody to a country and come back. He will come with a different mind, different ideas. You can send your child somewhere. When the person comes, the thing has entered, but the stubbornness has secured it. If you are a young man and you say you are gay, how can we not sit down with you to discuss with you and explain to you that you cannot be? Even by nature. But you see, once the thing has entered you and it's also stubborn, so many meetings will not change your mind until more spirits come and that like it's happening in Europe more spirits until you can't even believe that this is what human beings are doing so everybody here needs to watch out because at least if there are no blocks and gates and fence walls in your life like if stubbornness is not in you then even when evil things come they sort of go they fall away if it comes, then it's like it, seem, it may come, it seems as if it's come back, it, it, it goes off. Or as if it comes, but it's able to go. But once there's stubbornness in you, then it means that nobody knows what's going to happen in 2022 when something new comes up and a new idea comes, and there you are, you are secured all those things with your stubbornness. It's just looking for stubborn people to get in and secure and fight you. Through the stubbornness. Yeah. And don't, don't say that you are, you are not stubborn. You know. Those are the people who are stubborn. Yes. Those who flow. Like a short thing can help you to change your mind. And some of these most beautiful girls. You would think that they are, they are flowing. I pray for you know. You. That you, you have a, a, a cool. But if your mother tells you stubborn girl. Stubborn boy. Not a good thing. Not a good thing. You know, I never wanted to be a doctor. Why would I want to be a doctor? My father said, be a doctor. So I did it. He, he asked my uncle to speak to me. Talk to my son. I just, I just did it. 
When I went to the interview to a medical school, they asked me, why do I want to be a doctor? It was a problem. <laughs> it was a problem. I always remember that question because I was hot. I, I didn't have the, the right answers. Because every, people had prepared, you know, what I want to do and all that. Yeah. I said, so I said, I, I want to heal people. <laughs> There are many voices. There are what? Many voices. And as for the voices you will hear, Jesus said, A temptation will surely come. So the voices you will hear them. I've been tempted to leave this church before. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. Genesis. Now, before you turn to Genesis, do you think a good person can be used to do a very bad thing? Such as who? Such as a good person like who? Do you think a good person can be a bad experience to somebody else? Such as who? Yes. But what will make it stay in you is what? Stubbornness is the wall. Preaching doesn't change you. Advice doesn't change you. Meetings don't change you. Prayers don't change you. Nothing changes you. You are fixed. Genesis chapter 3. I want to show you the first example of a very good person. Who was used to do very bad things. Genesis chapter 3. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the to the who? To the woman. Yeah. He said to the who? To the woman's to the woman's not to the man to the woman's and the devil is still speaking to the woman's because you are easier you are easier to talk to that's why men would rather talk to a woman than a, to a, a how many brothers would rather talk to a sister are they easier to talk to are they more flowing? Are they nicer? Are they more cheerful? So, human beings will prefer to talk to the girls. And the devil also prefers to talk to you. Because you are nicer. We accept that we are not as nice as you. Do you think we are not as nice as you? You don't think so. And he said, you see, he, he was now speaking. A voice was coming. He said to the woman, Has God said? So he was hearing a voice now. You shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Now, listen to me when I speak of voices. When you hear a voice, you may not hear the voice 
audibly, but it becomes a thought. Now, when a demon gets stronger in you, you hear voices audibly. That's the diagnosis of schizophrenia. If you ask somebody, you hear a voice talking, the voice was speaking, that's the first sign of schizophrenia. Very dangerous sign. May you never hear such a voice in Jesus' name. But that voice, when the, the demon is not very deeply embedded in you, that voice of the devil comes as a thought. So when he shouts, you just have a thought. When he speaks, you just have a thought. That's why Paul said, we cast down imaginations. You cast down imagination because it's not like something you are imagining or something you are thinking. But it is when the demon gets really deep into you, that is when you hear audible voices. So everybody who has schizophrenia, which is the highest level, the ultimate form of madness, hears voices. They hear voices insulting them, voices talking to them, voices chiding them, voices telling them what to do. That's why you can have somebody kill his own children. And when they finish, they say, I don't know what came over me. And somebody told me to do it and I did it. So none of these voices is not important. And when you are hearing the voice of the devil, it comes like a thought. Now he said, Ah, has God said, you see, one of the things is something to get you thinking. Something to get you questioning the word of God. And disagreeing with the word of God. Yes. A new idea. Hitler came up with the theory of the survival of the fittest. No, he didn't come up with it, but that was one of his main is that if you are weak, you deserve to die. That was his theory. If you are weak, you deserve to die, and the stronger deserves to, to, to live. So he had museums where he put animals like uh, insects and big creatures, and you show them fighting, and the stronger one kills the weaker one. And he said that he's showing that you see that in nature, the strong dominates and survives and the weak goes down. So the weaker nations deserve to perish. So when Germany was being defeated and he was about to kill us, he said we deserve it. We deserve to die. And so he gave a command to destroy the cities of Germany. Wipe them out as he was being defeated. But they didn't follow his instruction. He said the guy was demons are speaking. May demons never speak through you and say to you in that way in Jesus' name. <laughs> Verse 2. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Now, when you start to entertain, you see, because when Jesus was in the, in the wilderness, he also heard the devil speaking to him. But he, he, he only quoted scriptures and rebuked the devil. Alright? Now the woman said, we can eat. Verse 3. But of the fruit, we cannot eat. You shall not touch it, lest you die. Verse 4. And the serpent said to the woman, 
you will not die. So anything that is contrary to what God has said, you see, is not God's word. Amen. Amen. I met one man, he said, put aside the word of God. I I met one man, he said, "I'm, I'm not in the church. I'm not in your church anymore so that I can fight you. And I was thinking to myself, you, you have been in my church and I've preached to you directly and indirectly. You've taken up a posture to fight with me. I pray for you. Verse 5. For God does not know that in the day you eat thereof, your eyes shall be opened. God, you've taken a stance against the word of God. You know, my spiritual mother, she taught me, she said, always ask yourself, what verse is that? What verse? Everything you are doing is based on a verse. It's based on what? It's based on what? A verse. If you don't have a verse for eating kebab, don't eat the kebab. It's true. If you don't have a good scripture for eating pork, I would advise you not to eat pork. If you don't have a good scripture for eating beef, I will not advise you to eat it. Anything you are doing, have a verse and a scripture. Otherwise, you are walking on dangerous grounds. Yes. I have a scripture for... If you like, ask me about anything that I'm doing. I have a verse that is behind me. It's in my mind. That's why I'm I'm doing that. If I greet you with a kiss, I have a scripture. I have many scriptures. Those of you without scriptures, you are in trouble. Now, back to Genesis. I said every voice is a voice you must be careful about. Verse 6. Now when the woman saw that it was good, again, they were tapping into her pride, independence, and it was pleasant to the eyes, tree to be desired, she took. So she flowed and did it and gave to her husband. Can a good person be used to do something very bad? Yes. Can a very, very good person cause the deaths of many people? Yes. I, I want to ask the question. Remember when I said I asked that question. Can a good person, a good Christian, do a lot of bad things? Now, if she didn't even need to be born again. Because she was sinless. Have not sinned before. Everything was good. How much more you that you were born in sin? You were conceived in sin. Started lying from the age of four. Started lying from even earlier than four. You were lying. Full of depraved desires and lusts and with a list of sins in your background. Huh? And this is Eve. She was like an angel. 
No sin. Can she be used? Huh? To do many evil things. When she saw it, she took it and did it and gave to her husband. And he also did it. Verse 7. And the eyes, all of you who set aside God's word, you show him no respect. You no respect for the Bible. God says, I also won't respect you again. And then their eyes were open and they knew that they were naked. So when they didn't know, God was showing them respect. Now God said, oh, you are taking things into your own hands. So, so now they sewed fig leaves and made themselves aprons. Human effort to correct the mistake of despising God's word. Verse 8. Now they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Oh yeah, yeah. Between the porch and the altar the whole week trying to hear the voice of the Lord. It was a daily occurrence to hear the voice of God. It was not a problem at all to meet with God and to be in his presence. We feel so far from God in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves. Now they were hiding from God. People who hide, stay away, far, at the back, over there, trying to always hide, be in the middle of the crowd. It's usually a sign of something wrong with you. Yes. They were hiding. Look at them. They hid themselves. I was afraid and I hid myself. You cannot do well if you hide yourself. Hmm? They were afraid. Usra Wundi. Do you understand? Yes. If you're afraid, you will not get something to chop. So he was hiding. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Verse 9. Now the Lord God said to Adam, Where are you? And he said, I heard thy voice and I was afraid because I, was, I wasn't dressed well. And I hid myself. Now animals are enjoying more than we are. You never see animals worried about clothes. Human beings have been sentenced to buy clothes in shops. We have so many bills to buy different kinds of clothes and things which we were not buying before. We were free like cows. Free like pigs. Free like all the other animals. The clothes we are wearing are a sign of our fall. Yes. Yes. Verse 11. And he said, who told thee? That I was thinking, have you eaten the, the tree? That was the first thing God knew that. Wow. Naked, you are conscious of yourself. So conscious of yourself. You've become proud. Pride is the first thing that entered man. When you are not listening to God's voice, you become proud and conscious of things you shouldn't be conscious of. Yeah. If I was conscious of who is a rich person or who is a poor person, you don't find that in my, in my ministry, by God's grace. You are rich, you are poor. The close people to me are pastors. You don't see me walking around with people just because they have money. I know people have money. But look carefully. 
for 30 years I've been here. The work. You know, see me following somebody with money, got money, you can do this, you can give them, or ask people for money. No. As soon as you become conscious of those things, conscious of something you were not conscious of before. When I see you, I must be conscious that you are a soul. When I see you, I must be conscious that you are a soul, not what, what you have. Yeah. Verse 12. And the man says, the woman on. Is the woman. And it was the woman. It was. First problem was caused by a wife. Now, the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that thou hast done? What has she done? I'm saying she brought evil into the world. All the hospitals that are full of sick people, the accident that happened at Teacher Mante on the Suhum Road, the deaths, for somebody to be able to describe our countries. And that, that word... It's in the dictionary. If you, if you check, it has a meaning. It talks about shabby place and a place that is not nice and shabby and dirty. That's what it means. Somebody will be able to describe that. It's unfortunate. What is this you've done? So I'm saying that can a good person be used to do a very bad thing? Answer, yes. Have I proved it to you now? Yes, like a good person. So, so, so when somebody says, you are a Christian and you are doing something that's very painful and very evil and very negative, don't just discard it because you say you are a believer. Yeah, don't just put it aside. Because people that have been used to do very bad things, this is a woman who brought all the evil into this world. Look at her. And that's why God said, what have you done? I mean, what have you done? What have you done? I mean, what, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you crazy? <laughs> so I want us all to go away from this place fearing the reality of voices. And also, you know, the evil that enters you see, should not be guarded with stubbornness. Yes, if even it comes into us, we should be able to be spoken to. Proverbs 17, verse 10. Proverbs 17, verse 10. It says, a reproof or advice or counsel, or let's say a word, enters. You see, so there are some reproofs and advice. Don't, it doesn't enter. That's why there have to be a meeting, because it's not entry. That's why there's long talking, because things don't enter. It's not going in. Ask your neighbor, are there long meetings with you? A lot, long meetings. 
Are you into long meetings? Are you into long meetings? Are there long meetings about you? With you? In your marriage? In your life? Is there, are there long, long instructions? Long meetings? Now it says, a reproof entereth more. So there are advices, reproof, rebuke, don't enter people. It doesn't enter them. More than a hundred stripes into a fool. So he's trying to say is that the fool there, we couldn't even advise him. So we took canes and lashes and a hundred of them couldn't still enter the fool. Hundred beatings. Hundred stripes till the message wasn't going through. And that is what happens in our life. Bad experience after bad experience still doesn't change us. You've had one boy, he threw you away like a, 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 a waste paper, brown, some brown paper, newspaper that he just threw away. You had another boy, he threw you away like toilet roll. You had another one, he told you the same kind of stories and threw you away. And still you are going for number six. Reproof enters. Just one speak when when you meet a wife, I just say one word. This is not a good thing. Yes. Whatever the person is. Yes, even if it's an idiot. You say yes, idiot. I, I, I hear you. is still not going through. Can you imagine how Lord Jesus Christ received 39 lashes and he was almost dead? And the hundred stripes, you are still not changing. The message is not getting into you. That is why people go to prison and when they come back, they are hardened. They are worse. Crim- Many criminals have been to prison before. The prison didn't convert them. But it made them even worse. That's why in many places they are trying to reduce the prison things. Because when you go to prison you learn evil things. They learn how to make bombs. They learn how to kill. They learn how to attack. They learn how to do many things. Drugs, homosexuality, all vices are taught in prison. No change. Huh? You've taken one loan. It ended in disaster. You're going for another loan. And another loan. And another loan. And another loan. Those who have loans usually have many loans. Not only one. <laughs> Hallelujah. Back to Genesis. 
chapter 3. And the Lord God said to the serpent. And what the woman said is the serpent, which is also true. And the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done it, you are cursed. I'll put enmity between you and the woman and her seed and your seed. So woman is going to be used prophetically to fight the devil. So when a woman yields herself for God, she is a great weapon against the devil. Yeah. Because it is it is an eternal prophecy. Yeah. Because God told the, the devil, it's the woman you deceived. She is the one who is going to be your greatest enemy. So when, when a woman is used by God, it's a very wonderful thing. I know many ladies that are being used by God mightily. I don't mean preaching. Actually, it's not the only way to be used by God. Yeah. Preaching is not the only way to be used by God. Taking the place of a man is not the only way to be used by God. We rarely heard of people getting divorced when the wives were quietly ministering to their husbands. Like in Luke chapter 8. A lot of our older Pentecostal pastors' wives and so on, making meat pies, serving drinks and so on. We never heard of people divorce, challenging their husband openly, starting churches. I'm also starting my own. You start yours, I'll fight you, fight this one. We never heard of such things. I have my conference, you have your conference, I've written my book, you write your book. Yeah. We didn't have such things. A lot of women that are behaving like men. That's not the, I'm talking when I say God is going to use you, that is not the only way God uses you. Yeah, there's so many ways. If you look at Luke 8, you see all this. Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Susanna, and many others, they ministered to Jesus. Jesus' ministry. A lot of women they were working and ministering to the man of God. Yeah. Because Mary Magdalene, Jesus appeared to give visions and so on. None of them were preaching. You don't hear them preaching. He didn't even send them to preach. No, no preaching nowhere. What are you talking about? Let's be serious. You know, stop deviating. Have a verse for everything you are doing. Have a verse for everything you are doing. (laughs) Do you have a verse for everything you are doing? Yeah. Are you listening? Yes. So, I want us to be a bit afraid. Let's go back to Genesis. I'll put an enmity. Then verse 16. This is all the effect of letting the, the, the word of God, putting aside God's word. And to the woman, I said, woman, you see something. When I told you something, you believe the devil. You listen to the devil's voice. Obana fire. From today. From today. Eh? You will be sad. Yes. That's why when people are crying, Usually it's a girl's cry. They can cry about a lot of things. Sometimes I don't know why they are crying. He said, I'll multiply your soul. You have more tears. <laughs> Meanwhile, we all have uh, uh, lacrimal glands and glands for tears. But yours will be more. You'll be producing more tears. It's like telling somebody you salivate more. 
He says, your tears will be more. And I'll multiply your sorrow and your conception. In sorrow, you shall bring forth children. And in sorrow, you shall bring forth. Which means in sorrow, you'll find a man. you find a man through sorrow to help you to give birth through sorrow. to produce the children and the whole thing is going to be through sorrow disappointment disillusionment discouragement yes that is why the whole marriage thing is a punishment you may not like to believe what I'm saying the truth will set you free Your desire is that in spite, in spite of the sorrow, in spite of the sorrow, I put a desire which which will cause you to go towards the sorrow. This is what is going to make you sad, but I'm putting an engine in you which only goes in the direction of the sorrow. God is wild. Though. God is wild. You know, shh. When Mrs. Saki died during the funeral, there was a moment we were crying. You know, I was standing on stage. Coffin was there. In the night, the night before. As I looked, I, I felt, I, I said this quiet prayer. I said, God, it's like you know what you can do to, to touch us. You know what you can do. Like he knows what can pepper. I mean, not even pepper. I don't know what medicine. Pepper is even nice with KK on Fridays. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I remember that. That is the more. It's a moment. I always remember saying, God knows what he can do to us. Ah. We are powerless and helpless. Yeah. You got to be careful with God and with his voice and despi- despising his voice. He said, oh, okay, this will give you soul. Yeah, to give you soul. Then I won't go there. <laughs> Receive a desire. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to the soul. I'm going to the soul. I'm going to the soul. Obaya. 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 Hey, God, uh, he's wild. He's wild. I want us to respect God and his word. 
if you if you disrespect God and His word, He will He will lower you. Yes, He will just bring you down. Look at, look at how women have been treated. That's why in Europe today they have such laws for women. Eh? If you are if you marry and marry in Europe and you divorce, you will regret. Yes, woman, all the laws are on her side because they have been cheated for years. They've been rubbished. They've been brought down low. So all the laws are for them. If you divorce, you give everything to them. You give everything to her and look after her till you die. Mm-hmm. You'll never be happy at your new marriage. <laughs> you smell, not pepper, you smell something else. Ginger. All this because of what? Despising. Bring back my scripture, Luke, uh, Luke 10, verse 16. He that despises, he that hears you, hears me. Is it like that I'm preaching? You hear me, you are hearing Jesus. Because Jesus sent me to speak to you. Now, if you despise me, he that despises you, despises me. That's what Jesus said. When you despise me, you set, I, I tell the meaning of despise, set aside, disregard, lower. Not respect. Despiseth me. And Jesus said, He that despised me despised the one who said, Which is Almighty God who made the sun and the moon and the stars. Hmm. So that's what's happened to women struggling. But you will not struggle anymore. If you hearken to the voice of God and His word, your life starts to go. So don't despise. You know, sometimes we give testimony. We say the, the prophet said this. The prophet said, "Look, it's the word. What the words? Of course, the prophet is also speaking the word. But I tell you, what you must have the great value for is what does God say? What verse do you have for everything that you are doing? Protect yourself by never. If somebody ever tells you you are stubborn." Decide to do any and everything so that that characteristic will never be located. Because it's the characteristic to receive a demon. Once the demon gets into you, plus the stubbornness is, is permanent. It's locked in. And a good person, I say a good person born again filled with the Holy Ghost, you can never match Eve. You'll never be as good as Eve. I mean, most of us brothers, we see our wives as more pure and more holy. Because when you look at them, they look so pure, so good, so righteous. But none of them can match up with Eve. Eve, dear Charlie, she was a really good woman. And she was really used to do real bad. Real. I mean, she was a really good, good girl used, really used to do real bad. A really good girl. She's brought about the deaths of so many people. One prophet, Braham, he said, anytime you see a coffin coming down the road, it's caused by a woman. Yeah. If you see a coffin, a funeral procession, any funeral procession, it's caused by a woman. Yes. People didn't like it when he said that. 
Then you see a funeral procession coming and it's caused by a woman. How many are going to respect the voice of God? I want you to respect the voice of God. Yes. Let's respect the voice of God. If you respect the voice of God, you never say, put aside the Bible. Put aside the Bible. No, no, no. It's not about any church matter. It is. It is. Because when it comes to our lives, financial, marriage, social, whatever, school, then it's almost like put aside the word of God. There is never a moment you'll be able to put aside the word of God. Try it and receive sadness. You'll see sorrow will fall on you and demotion. Look at Eve. She was, she was, she was, it was one man with one woman. You know, I, don't, I don't even know whether it was planned. And after that, God saw Abraham with different men. He never made any comment. Have you seen God making any comment about people and their wives in the Bible? There are plenty of wives. David, Abraham, Solomon. I mean, just, just flowing with them. I mean, he said, because Charlie, you've been lowered. You are one of a number. You are that three or four or five or six. Charlie, it's not one to one again. You'll never be demoted in this life. I see it. Want to be going higher in the Lord? Yes, you must fear. The Bible says, First Corinthians fourteen verse ten. Let's go back to our opening scripture. There are, there are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world, and none of them is not important. Every voice has an effect on you. Every voice. Are you still around? Yes. <laughs> now, this voice, I want you to take note of the voice of the Bible. Second Timothy three, verse fifteen. The Bible is the modern way of saying scriptures. Okay? Because it's a book we printed, the Bible. Now, how many want to be wiser than the devil? Yes. Let's not forget these three verses that are coming up. Verse 3, chapter 3, verse 15. It says, You from a child... That is why your children, that's why we are building the children's church. Your children, and as children, you must know the scriptures. He says, from a child, you've known scriptures. When you haven't known scriptures from a child, you are a different type of Christian. People who know scriptures from childhood are of a different quality from people who are now learning scriptures in their old age. So thou from a child has known holy scriptures, 
which have the power to do what? To make you wise. Scriptures have a way of making you wise. At first, I didn't think I, would, I knew anything about economics. Because I've never studied economics and I don't, I'm, I'm not an economist. But the scripture has a ma- way of making me wise. Because I'm running an economy, I'm running 3,000 churches in different countries. More than 70 countries. Yes. And we are buoyant. We are not owing anybody anything by the grace of God. We are on our feet. Yes. Ghana cannot say that as a nation. Even the banks cannot say that. If we are to open the account of the banks, you'll find that some of them have to collapse properly. Yes. This one owes this, this one owes this, this one owes this. They have to sit down and write in a book who owes who and see whether the ones that are owed me are bigger than the ones that I owe. You see, it doesn't sound like economy, economy, economics, economics to you. But I always remind you that art students couldn't do science. Yes. You have to write down how much you are owing, or people owe you, and how much you owe. And then analyze it too. And see whether you are floating. That's not the wisdom that is in the word. But the scriptures are able to make you wise. Scriptures are able to make the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit makes me wise. When he guides me, he makes me wise. When he says, go and start a Kadesh, go and start, and he puts it in my heart. Go and do this. Go and start more churches. This is wisdom. Oh yes. If it was a business, it would be a very, 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 very successful business. Yes. True. If it was a nation, it would be a successful nation. Yes. By what? Economics? Nail. I don't use those, I don't use those words. I don't, I don't bother to learn and use it in my preaching. You know, people learn these words and come and use them in their preaching. Special words, you know. They say things. You have to stand on somebody's shoulders to see far. The man standing on the, uh, the top of the Iroko tree. Can uh, what? The woman at the bottom can see further. It's only the lizard who stays in the courtyard whose head becomes red. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> only the lizard who stays in the sun for some time whose head becomes red <laughs> it's a new brand new one <laughs> new brand new hey! <laughs> scriptures are wow scriptures are wow the voice of God in the Bible. Many of the greatest guidances for my life have come from scripture. When I say, God told me, give thyself holy, I was having my quiet time. It was a quiet time in the morning. I think it was a Tuesday. I was lying, the carpet was blue. 
And I was lying down. Quiet time. Give thyself holy. That was what made me give up all medicine, business, everything up till today. Give thyself holy. It was my quiet time. When I said God spoke to me, God spoke to me with the voice of the Bible. Good enough for me. Good enough for me. Look at all the churches. I may not have seen an angel. I may not have seen Jesus physically. I may not have gone to heaven or whatever. But you have the, the, the evidence of it. Yes. Yes. That's it. It's able to make you wise. Those of you who don't fear your Bible, you don't understand. The best book to read is the Bible. That from a child thou hast known the scriptures which are able to make thee wise unto salvation, unto to saving you through faith in Jesus Christ. Verse 16. All scripture has been given. So it's not something that just arrived by chance. It was given. Given by inspiration. It's inspired. It's prophetic. When you say a person is, is, is inspired, you mean it's prophetic. So all scripture is prophetic. Yes. Well, it's a, there's an inspiration in the scripture. It's prophetic. When you read the Bible, it's prophetic. Like the, 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 what I was reading from the psalm. It's prophetic. He said, you wouldn't listen to my voice. Those that despise me, I despise them. It's prophetic. God is warning you. He's showing you the way. He's teaching you. That's the use of scriptures. Scripture is inspired. It's prophetic. It's profitable. It's useful. You see, that word useful means that it's very useful for your life. I don't need to quote Bill Clinton or Bill Gates. No, I Honestly, you may ask for me, if I have to, I would. But when I read from my Bible, I'm getting enough so much that I don't know how I can even add Encyclopedia Britannica or any of these quotations. It's useful, profitable, profitable, profitable. I learned about building from the word of God. I learned about building from my father-in-law. God told me, honor your father and he's one of the fathers. I learned about being debt free also through him. Honoring your father means look at him with regard and respect. When you despise him, you don't look twice. That's why you don't, you don't get the blessing of a, of a father. Instead of looking with respect, you just look at Oh, oh you are not a whatever. You just rubbish it. To honor is to regard carefully. When, I, when I'm preaching, somebody honors me, I can see. When you despise, you can also see. They don't even lift their head. They look somewhere. They just turn away. When you turn and look to them, they even look away. You can see it when you're preaching. I preach, I look at people's faces. I was once talking to my father-in-law before he died, and my mother-in-law was saying, oh, he's talking to me. I said, mom, please, let him speak. It's not too much for me. When I sit in the presence of a father, I'm interested for them to talk. Whatever they have to say. If it goes round, round, round for a long time. I'm not telling myself, it's too much, it's not necessary. There are people when I'm talking, I can see they feel, they feel that I'm talking too much. That's what sometimes I tell people, hey, it's not that I'm old, eh? That I'm talking. Don't think that I'm old. I, I, don't, I don't have friends. So when I see young people, I start talking for a long time. What do you mean? I said, what do you mean? Scripture 
is useful. Take it from me if you like. Those of you who don't read your Bible and don't have a Bible and don't read your Bible, you are sick. I tell you, there's something wrong with you. My Bible is my best book. Take every book away and just give me my Bible. And books that help me to read the Bible. That's why all my books help you to read your Bible. If you read my book and you see a scripture, sometimes you put the book down, go and check whether the scripture is there and what else is there. What else is there that I quoted from? Because I know more things that I put in the book. It leads you to the Bible. But that's what is useful, not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, all the stories and all that, they are just trying to help you to understand the scripture. All scripture has been given by prophetic inspiration. That's why you see the thing, it happens. It happens. It happens. One time I was in the mortuary and I saw somebody being put in the mortuary and I said, no. It is too true. I hate it. I hate the way it is true. Now what is it? What is man? It's nothing. It's a vapor appears for a while and vanishes. I said, no, it can't be. It's too true. Too true. Too nasty. Nastily true. They are prophetic. From a scripture. All scripture is useful. For doctrine. For reproof. For sharply talking to you. Those of you who don't like to be talked to sharply. Maybe you should join another religion, eh? Why they don't talk to you about anything? You will not get po for somebody to talk to you about something. Onapo. You don't want anybody to say anything about anything. Nobody should talk about things. Things that are real. Nobody should say anything anymore. When there's something. But why should you talk? Why should you say? Why should you talk about this? It's personal. It's, it's useful for reproof. If you don't want to reproof, resign. Check your number. Have you got your letter? Bring your pen. You can resign now and join a club. Join an international club and go there. There's no rebuke there. Only praises. We will just they worship you and praise you there. Is that what you want? How many want to be rebuked sometimes? Those are the corner they don't want to rebuke. Those people are there. That side. I tell you, they didn't raise their hand. Those in that corner there. They are still not raising their hand. Or this side. Do you want to be rebuked? It's good for correction. Sorted out. Correction. And you know why people don't receive correction? Because they don't think they were wrong. <laughs> Which is the stubbornness. It's like you don't think you are wrong. And you have an explanation for everything which you shouldn't explain. Why would you have to be corrected if you are not going to be wrong sometimes? Yes. You know, 
People don't like correction. One day I told somebody's wife, I said, you, don't think that I'll be on your side because you are wrong. You are misbehaving. And if you try anything, I'll be against you. I'll, I'll take the place of your husband and fight you. Yeah. Uh, people don't want such things. Say, ah, okay. You know, at times you have to pray about it. And don't want to be told you are wrong. Eh? Go and join an international club that takes you abroad. We have so many clubs. May see some clubs. Rotary club. They don't rebuke people. They don't correct people. They rotary club. And what else? Lions club. ISEC. What about ISEC? Is that ISEC? They don't have it anymore. Students. Yes, students clubs. You can go abroad. AFS. And what else? What other clubs? YMCA. Girls Guide. Boy Scouts. They will never correct you there. They will never rebuke you. Red Cross. Mention at least four clubs for your neighbor to join. Girls Guide. Tell you, you can join Girls Guide. All, all boys associations. All boys associations. There, there are no scriptures there. There's no, nothing to correct about anything. Just be as you are. Somebody, there's correction here. There's correction here. Yes. So, so I was sitting outside. I was talking, and then the man was shouting. Why? Why is he shouting at us? Ha! Huh? Who is that? Who is that? And then instruction in righteousness. That's the use of scripture. That's the voice of the Bible. And from today, your Bible will be the most important book in your life. Amen. Psalm 119. Sit down. Psalm 119. Verse 105. Thy word. Thy word. Is a lamp. Unto my feet and a light to my path. How many want a light? Do you know what your journey is like? It's like a road full of snakes. I once watched a short documentary about snakes, and they took us in the documentary to an island. They said this is the most dangerous island. No human being should ever walk. There are snakes everywhere. He said, a human being must not step here. And there's no human being. It's uninhabited. Snakes everywhere. You see them on trees. Plenty. Poisonous, venomous snakes. Everywhere you walk. <laughs> you see them all, all over the place. That's how life is. Snakes everywhere. And you need a light. Can you imagine being on such an island in the night? It's a problem. But during the day was better because you could actually see the guys were actually on the island, they were walking. They said, If you don't know what you are doing, you should never be here. Can you imagine in the night when a snake can see you and you can't see him? From today, 
The Bible will be a light. A lamp to your path. When to marry? Who to marry? What to marry? Whether you should break up your relationship. It's in the Bible. Thy word. Thy word. It's all there. If you like, come with a scripture. If you don't know whether you should break up your relationship, come and see me after that. I'll give you a scripture. I'll give you a scripture. Breaking up scriptures. It's the breakup of my relationship. There are songs too uh, for that one. There are songs and scriptures. Prosperity, finances, all from the Bible. Ministry, serving God, singing, preaching, everything is there. How to live, what to do, where to go, it's all in the Bible. We must believe the voice of the Bible. And anyone here who despises the Bible, God will say, you don't, you don't respect my... Go and ask if what has happened to women. Look at them sitting here praying for husbands. Look at all of them praying for husbands. Look at them in the choir. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, remember me 2018. Lord, move, Lord, move, Lord, move. The husband is what? The good thing, a year of good things. The good thing they are saying is a husband. Mm. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I will respect the word of God from today. I'm not going to despise it, I'm not going to reject it. I have a verse. For everything I do. Just ask me. And I'll tell you the scripture I'm using to do what I'm doing. Hallelujah. Those in the corner over there, do you you believe those over there? Do you believe what I'm saying? Stand to your feet, everybody. Beautiful. How many want to be free and happy? John chapter 8 verse 32 John 8 verse 32 what does it say you shall know the truth, the word and you'll be free how many are receiving freedom beautiful father thank you for your mighty word we believe in your word Your word is so beautiful to us. We love you. We thank you. Everything we need is in your word. Thank you for the voice of the Bible. Today we pledge we are not going to despise it or belittle it and exchange it with all kinds of programs and financial statements and other kind of clever quips of men. But Lord, 
We're going to honor your beautiful word. Thank you. Lord, we have seen what happened to Eve. How she's been lowered. Even her daughters have been so lowered. That every prayer has become a prayer for a man. Lord, we want to learn from this great lesson. We want to lift ourselves up to you, Lord. Say, Lord, we don't want to be demoted in such a way. We want to stay in your will. Guide us, O Holy Spirit. Guide us, Holy Spirit. Guide us, Holy Spirit. We receive your holy word. The voice of the word. The voice of the Bible. Thank you for showing us what to do. Receive it. Thank you for showing us where to go. Yes. Thank you for showing us who to relate with. Yes, Lord. Thank you for showing us where to be. We thank you. We praise you. We honor you, Lord. We give you thanks. Now lay your hand on your heart. Father, I pray for your children, Lord. Lord, you said all scripture is prophetically inspired may from today our hearts be open I receive it. to hear your voice every time we read the scriptures whether it is the old testament or the new testament may we have a prophetic inspiration yes, Lord. from you oh God what to do where to go show us words that would totally transform our lives totally transform our lives. We give you praise. Thank you for the voice of God which takes over our lives. We give you praise. We give you thanks. In Jesus name. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here this afternoon and you want to give your life to Jesus, pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to God. Maybe somebody invited you to church. But you don't know Jesus as your savior. If you are here like that, I want to pray for you, with you. If you are here like that, lift your hand and come to me in the front here. I want to give my life to Jesus today. Lift up your hand and let me pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, come to the front now. God bless you. I'm going to pray with you. One minute. of you have come. Keep coming. Say this prayer. Lord Jesus please forgive me for my sins. I give my heart to you. From today I belong to Jesus and I will serve Jesus. Thank you Lord for saving me. From today I open my heart and I receive Jesus as my Savior and my Lord. I love you Father. I thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. Don't go back to your seats yet. I'm giving you this book as a gift. 
It's called Key Facts for New Believers. How many of you have got this book, um, Quiet Time? I want to give everybody one. I feel you have, you have it. We have it here. We can have it during the uh, porch and the altar. I think I have to be giving books. Yes. Daily quiet time. And read your Bible, pray every day. These two books. I need you to have them. Lift up your book. Father, thank you for blessing these new Christians with this book. Bless them and guide them and show them the right thing. In Jesus' name. Amen. When we close, when we close, all of you here, come to the side where I'm pointing. If you are holding this book, come to the side there. And we are going to talk to you just one minute and then you go back. Don't forget, very important. It's a blessing. God bless you. You may be seated. And everyone may be seated. It's time for us to receive the Holy Communion. Take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. Drink, this is my blood, which is shed for you. Genesis 18. Are you looking on the screen? And he said, my Lord, we are about to take the bread and the wine. He said, my Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee from thy servants. How many want God not to pass away? Wow. Verse 4. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. Abraham is speaking to angels. Verse 5. And I will fetch a morsel of bread and comfort ye your hearts. After that, you shall pass on. So you can see here that he said, I'm going to bring some bread so that you can comfort your hearts with the bread. Now if ordinary bread can comfort your hearts, 
how much more this supernatural bread is going to comfort your heart and change your life. Stand to your feet. Take your bread. Whatever disturbs you, whatever harasses you, yes, by the comfort that comes through the bread. For my flesh is meat indeed. And my blood is drink. Take this bread and eat and comfort your hearts. Father, as we come before the table of this eternal bread. Whatever is harassing us, whatever is disturbing us, whatever is a type of difficulty that we have no answer for. In the name of Jesus, may comfort enter into our lives through this bread that we are about to receive. The body of Jesus Christ. We thank you that we are receiving more power, more comfort, more help in our lives as we partake of the body of Jesus Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. I see in this blood all your mistakes and my mistakes all your mistakes and my mistakes Father we approach this wine thank you that our mistakes although they may be a thousand or million are dissolved and washed and then the effects of the mistakes the effect of the mistake on our finances yes the effect of the mistake on our marriages. Yes. The effect of our mistakes on our homes. Yes. The effect of the mistakes on our lives. Yes. Thank you that they are washed away by this blood. Yes. My blood is drink. And as we drink this blood, we thank you that we are healed. Yes. We are forgiven. I we are delivered. I we are blessed. Yes. We also thank you that the power of stubbornness yes. is being washed out of our lives. I receive it. No demon will have a permanent residence in us again. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus. and all traces of hardness be washed away from your personality 
from your life. I receive it. May all demonic presences, yes, demonic powers, yes, be taken out of you now in I Jesus' name. It. May your life take a good turn. Oh yes. I said, may your life take a good turn. I receive it. May your life take an upward turn. I receive it. May your existence be more useful. I receive it. In the name of Jesus. Whatever is used against you. Professor. As evidence. Yes. May the blood of Jesus wash it away. I receive it. Whatever is used against you. What words maybe you've said or done. Your actions. That is used against you. May the blood of Jesus wash it away now. I receive it. I declare freedom in your life. I receive it. Freedom from your accusers. I receive it. Freedom from those who don't like you. I receive it. Freedom from those who despise you. I receive it. Freedom from those who don't respect you. I receive it. Receive freedom and liberty I now in the name of Jesus. You are declared promoted by the Lord today. Your good thing. I see somebody taking a step upstairs. Receive a step higher, higher, higher in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever you have prayed about. Oh yes. I say whatever you have prayed about. May your answer come this week. I receive it. May your answer come this week. I receive it. In the name of Jesus. from the Lord. I receive. Divine supernatural promotion and lifting. I receive. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, thank you for remembering everyone who is watching, who is listening. Thank you for your power that goes out. Thank you for angels that you have sent to answer prayers. Angels that you have sent to accompany us. Angels that you have sent to be part of our lives and ministries. We give you thanks, Lord. We give you praise all that you have done. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone shouted, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org God richly bless you. Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. 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 An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space Space. to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped boat neck sweaters. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha, through October 13th. The Container Store, where space comes from. Something extraordinary has happened to Judy Sizemore's closet, making it feel more like a closet. 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 An area that once caused claustrophobia now has enough space Space. to hold all of Judy's striped boat neck sweaters. And Judy Sizemore has a lot of striped boat neck sweaters. sweaters. The Container Store Custom Closet Sale is here with up to 25% off all systems, including Alpha, through October 13th. The Container Store, where space comes from.